Champions Mojo is part of the CG Sports Network. When I was younger, I could not grasp this concept of let's agree to disagree. I couldn't, I couldn't grasp it. For some reason, I thought I need to make you see my point. Welcome to the award-winning Champions Mojo, hosted by two world record-holding athletes and health, life, and leadership coaches. Be inspired as you listen to Conversations with Champions. And now, your hosts, Kelly Palace and Maria Parker. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Champions Mojo podcast. With me today is my sister-in-law, Maria. Hey, Maria. Hey, Kelly. It's great to be with you. Yes, yes. So I am really excited about this topic. And we're, we're going to name it um, Power Up Your People Skills or uh, Better Ways to Connect to People. So I love the idea of connecting to our fellow humans. And this is, you know, so important in, in the pandemic, but just, you know, I, I'm feeling a little disconnected. And whenever I can review people skills, I know it, it sounds, it's one of those things we're going to call unsexy, but it just <laughs> is so important. And I remember, you know, my days as a Pfizer pharmaceutical uh, rep and then manager really taught me that everything, almost everything we want in life comes through another person. So if you, if you don't want to do it just to make yourself feel good, then if you want to achieve your goals in life, using the skills we're going to talk about today will truly help you achieve your goals. They're going to help you feel more connected. So with that sales pitch up front, uh, <laughs> you know, how can you not stay tuned? Right. So yeah. we're, we're going to, um, we're going to take some of the tried and true Dale Carnegie timeless values and principles from how to win friends and influence people. And we're going to add some of our own updated 2021. I think it's um, this is a really good time for this. And like you say, I mean, it's it's some of this is so obvious. It's been around for forever. But in this particularly in this time where we're, you know, we're feeling kind of prickly, you know, we're you know, we're in we're in an anxious time. There's a lot of. Um, political differences out there, these things will really help you so that you, that you can connect with other people. So I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of a, the, the, we're, we're going to break them down a little bit into winning friends or connecting to people. Right. I think these are, these are initial things, but um, the couple right up front are, you know, if you can just be positive, like instead of starting a conversation with criticism or condemnation or complaining about something, like how many times are you, you know, walking the dog or you meet somebody in the bank or you say, and the, the first thing out of their mouth is, boy, that weather sure is crappy or the president sure does stink or, you know, just like if you can start something within a positive way, it just like makes you want to engage with that person. Like, isn't it a beautiful day? And then then you're like, okay, this is a person that I want to take the next step with. Well, I think this is really important for your closest relationships too. I and mean, we can get into patterns. Well, I'll speak for myself because I, <laughs> I don't think you do this, Kelly, but I can get into patterns of, criti of criticizing and condemning or compl I don't complain as much, but, but I am aware of, you know, of complaints. So I think even, especially perhaps in our most intimate relationships, this is really important. And then, yes. you know, the second area and you're so good at this. Um, I'd like to feel like I'm improving is you can give honest 
honest and sincere and authentic appreciation. It's just nobody can get enough of that, even if that's not their love language or whatever. It if so many times, I think I've said this before, I kind of hoard my appreciations. Like I think of something nice that somebody's doing or I admire something and I don't just say it. I don't, you know, I don't know why. So I think this is give honest, sincere appreciation. Whenever you think of it, if you can do it, that's it's it's a great gift you can give someone else. Yeah. And you know, I met one of my closest and best friends through this because I feel like whenever uh, many, many times I appreciate and I recognize things about people that I'm working with or people that I just meet or people that I might just be swimming with. So a little, little story with this is when I have made this rule and I don't know how I made it, but a long, long time ago, I made this rule that if I have something come across my internal dialogue that is positive about the other person, I tell them, I literally like go up and tap them on the shoulder. And I say, you know, the way you handled that was amazing. Or, wow, I really like that dress. And this is, I know that it's sincere because it's in my brain. I don't create this to say that. So I remember, you know, and you know who I'm going to say here is my great friend, Nancy. Okay. She and I uh, were in a master swim practice together and she was talking in the locker room one day. I didn't know her from Adam, but she was talking about what she was doing with uh, the little kids that she evaluates. She's a school psychologist and she works with little tiny four and five-year-olds and she evaluates them for moving forward. And so she was telling this story that really impressed me, but I didn't know her from Adam. And she was talking with one of her friends and we were all dressed and we were kind of heading out the door. And I I just, I tapped her on the shoulder on the way out. And I said, "Um, you know, I just think what you're doing is amazing. And that is so interesting and, and so valuable. And she looked at me like, I thought, you know, like I had an eye in the middle of my forehead, but from that moment on, we were just clicked. I found out, you know, we were fast friends and she was so appreciative of that. And she said, wow, I, you know, I don't get that kind of feedback. And so (laughs) I, I just encourage people to, if you think something nice, say it. Yeah. And I don't know what the resistance is, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a great bit of advice. Of course, this also applies to your closest relationships. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I don't know if you have the next one or I do. Well, um, I don't want to tell too many stories because we have a lot, but the next one is become genuinely interested in other people. And and this is a, this is a story. It's kind of family lore. And you and Jim actually reminded me of this story uh, back when I was coaching. So if you become, I I believe if you help people get what they want, then somehow the universe, the unforeseen helping hand helps you get what you want. So this is, I I don't know if this is self-serving, but I think if you become genuinely interested in other people that it it's amazing doors will open for you. So the story is when I was coaching at the university of South Carolina, we were not a top five program. We were not a top 10 program. We were, you know, in the middle, like twenties, 20 to 25th in the country. And so um, trying to climb that ladder, I would go after big names, kids that would swimmers that would, be swimming at the top five schools. And at that time, you know, we're talking like Stanford and Cal and, and Texas and Georgia, and these were big, the big top five schools. And so I would, I would call these swimmers who were blue chips as I call them and say, 
um, you know, would you like to take one of your five recruiting visits to the University of South Carolina? And nine times out of 10, they would just be flat. No, you know, no, thanks for the call coach, but I'm really, you know, I'm looking at top five schools. So there was a particular, um, you know, recruit that was, would have really filled out our resume at South Carolina. And I called her and I said, you know, would you like to take a recruiting trip? She said, oh, no, no, I am definitely, I want to go to this school. And she named the school. And that top five school happened to be, uh, that coach happened to be a, a pretty close friend of mine. And so it somehow it just popped into my brain. And I said to her, um, oh, so you're not, you just want to go to this school. You're not going to look anywhere else. You just want to go to that school. She said, yeah, I've wanted to go there for a long time. And that's where I want to go. But they have not reached out to me yet. And I said, oh, well, you are, they're going to reach out to you. They're just, they're just busy or they've dropped the ball. This is, you know, you're, you're like the top ranked recruit in two of the events all across the country. And, you know, everybody needs freestylers. And she was a 200 and 500 freestyler. And I said, you're, you're going to hear from them. I said, would you like me to just check in with the coach? Because I know that he is, he's dropping the ball here. And she's like, you would do that for me. And I said, sure. I, I said, yeah, I'll do it. So I connected, you know, her, I, I, I called the coach and he was like, oh, thank you. You know, we, you know, we've been traveling and of course, you know, I'm going to talk to her. And so, uh, you know, about, I would say about a couple weeks later, I, I really don't know what happened, but she told me, um, she called me and she said, coach, I've been thinking about it and um, I want to take a visit to South Carolina. And I, I think wow. I want to swim for a coach that would do this something I've been thinking. And that was really amazing. And so long story short, you know, she ended up swimming for South Carolina and becoming a pillar of our, our program. That's great. And that was just because you asked. And I think that's, I, I, I heard once somebody once said, think of each person as sort of a gift that you could unwrap, you know, and it, for me, this is very natural. I love, I'm very interested and curious about people. You are. So I don't, I don't have any trouble um, but I love that particular story because you went beyond being interested and curious and you actually went to bat for her. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you, if you help people get what they want, right. so that that's really, that one is, a, is, is helping people get what they want. Right. right. What's the next one, Maria? Uh, I'm going to um, roll the next two together. Yeah. The next one, the next one, and this is a little bit dated. It's smile, smile at people. <laughs> and I mean, I think that, that, that I think the, the better term would be have an open body posture and face when you look at somebody, you know, but, but, you know, engage them with your body posture and your face. That, that's so important. Um, and then the second, the next one, which is so hard for all of us and everybody knows, remember somebody's name, remember their name, remember their name, don't drop it. Remember their name. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, there are so many ways to do this. If you can do a little, you know, put a little story with their name or think of them. Um, I remember there were uh, twin brothers in high school when I went to high school that were, that were twins, Tim and Tom, and they literally, no one could tell them apart. And they, they used to love me because I could tell them apart. And so the, the way that I figured out is Tom had a mole, a, a very small mole on his cheek. Uh -huh. And I remember thinking, O is for mole for Tom. And so <laughs> I remembered Tom and and they always used to say Kelly, you're the only one that could tell us apart. So there are ways to think of people's names and remember them. So yeah, I, think, I have I think, 
an app, I will write somebody's name down in immediately so that I remember if I want to, you know, and I, and I do want to remember them. So that's really, it, yeah. that's great. There's lots of ways, like you say, there's games. Jim always helps me with that. When we leave a conversation, he'll say, you know, Joe, and he'll come up with a rhyme. And that must have been a thing in your family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and it's not just remembering their names, but also using their yes. names when you talk to them. So the, these um, next three are just kind of compact little things. If you're a good listener, and this is this is updating this to you know 2021. Put that cell phone away. Right. You nothing makes me feel less listened to than when I'm talking with my husband and he checks his cell phone in the middle of the conversation. It's like I just want to throw my hands up in the air and say, okay, you know, I'll I'll come back when you're ready to listen. So be a good listener. And when you do that, you're going to be engaged in other people's interest and you're going to make them feel important. So I think those are really like being a good listener, think of other people's interests. And, um, and, and when you do that, you're going to make them sincerely feel important. Again. And this is, I mean, the way I think about it is like, this person has something to teach me. This person has something interesting in their lives. I can, you know, so I, I, I love people, but I, I always, you know, even if they don't look maybe like the kind of person, you know, that I might be interested in, I, I remind myself, oh, no, they, they've probably got some great story. That's, there's each person is, is filled with beautiful things that you can learn from. So it's if you're reminding yourself of that, it might make that easier to do. Yes, Maria, the, I think that is a wonderful way to look at it. You and my husband are extremely curious people. And, you know, you can have people meet people in the grocery store aisle and come out. And I, I've done this with both of you, like especially Mark, because I'm with them more, but both of you like come out of the grocery store. We're walking out of the grocery store. Honey, where were you? What took you so long? Oh my gosh, I met this man and he was telling me, you know, so I think that's true that every single person can bring value to you if you open your mind to them. I, I love, love, love that. Mark is so naturally curious. I don't know how many times he's asked me a question that nobody else has ever asked. Me. I <laughs> he's love very it. curious. Yeah. And you are it. too. So that's, that's a good one. So, so be curious to connect to people. So, um, and then the next section was broadly under influencing people because it would just really be leading people. Um, and so the, the first thing, you know, Dale Carnegie says is the best way to get out of an argument is to avoid it. I think that's, you know, Yes. And Some when, of us are when, prone to fight like I am. Oh, oh my gosh. And, you know, when I was younger, I could not grasp this concept of let's agree to disagree. I couldn't, I couldn't grasp it. For some reason, I thought I need to make you see my point. And I think that's an immature position and that, you know, we have to respect each other's positions, but definitely the way to avoid uh, to, to get along with people is to avoid something that you don't agree on. And, and this is really, really particular there, you know, there's wise old wisdom. Timeless wisdom is don't talk about religion. Don't talk about politics. Um, I I think even, you know, leaving sexuality out of things is really important, (laughs) but I I don't mean the actual enjoyment of sex, but I mean, (laughs) What your gender is and what, what your preference is, who cares what you do in the bedroom, right? I mean, it's yeah. like, let's not, let's not talk about things that are going to cause an argument. And I know over this last political season, many, many people that have had a wedge driven between them and um, I've temporarily 
lost a friend and I hope that that can be repaired. But, um, you know, it was a small, I would even say a small political difference, not even a I'm blue and she's red or vice versa. It was just a, uh, a small one. So. Yeah. And, and the idea here is be curious about why people feel the way they feel. If you do have a good relationship where you feel like you can talk about these difficult issues, the best way is just to listen, listen, listen. Like, you know, why do you feel that way? Why do you think that is the way it is? You know, why, you know, and, and but so often we're so, and I'm terrible at this, we're so ready to say what we're thinking and how we disagree and how they're wrong and we're right. So we're preparing our response to whatever they're saying, especially in uh, disagreement. Um, and it just, it's not helpful. You know, you, you will have, and I think, and we're afraid we're going to forget what we're going to say, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh, you're right. Yes. I got to say, <laughs> but that's really not true. If, if you can really, really draw the person out and really try to understand them, then, you know, you will have earned the credibility to say, you know, what you think and how it might be different. So, yeah, but I, I but while that's with close people, I, I mean, yeah. even like, I would even say maybe family members, if you really have an issue, you've got to hash out that's family, but yeah. truly in thinking about this friend of, you know, 40 years right. that, um, it would have just been so much better for our friendship to just skip the whole thing. Just, just. Oh yeah. And I would update this by saying, don't disagree over email. <laughs> like yes. if you want to <laughs> have a, and we've just been through this sort of family email thread that, that got a little bit messy and just email is permanent. You don't want right, to see right. things in an email. Right. Yeah. Or a text. So we, text. we felt my friend or and I fell out in a text. It yeah. was a text. So same, anyway, same idea. Right. Um, and, and you know, the, you know what I'm going to put in there, I'm going to put in the mask and pandemics and vaccines. Let's not talk about those either. You know? <laughs> well, really. things that people feel strongly or have become politicized. Uh, you could talk yeah. about, you could add global um, warming to that. Yes. Yeah. There's all kinds of things. So let's, <laughs> let's, let's, we don't, we don't really need to go there. So, right, right, um, right. But that ties in with um, when you're talking about something, if you're wrong, admit it. Like I, my husband is the king of admitting he's wrong. I mean, it is like, I, I try to role model it and you and I, Maria, we're stubborn. Um, you know, I, it's really hard for us. Ready to just say the words. I'm, I'm, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Wrong. <laughs> it's like. It's very hard for most, I think many people to say, I was wrong. You were right. That is, that is, comes out of Mark's mouth all the time. I was wrong. You were right. And the idea of that. I used to tell Jim those are the most beautiful words in the English language. <laughs> Does Jim He'd ever say, say hey, And sometimes he'll say, I was wrong. And I said, I want to hear the rest. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. He does. That's beautiful. Yeah, he's, he's a beautiful, he's, he's really good at admitting he's wrong. And so are you. Um, well, it, I've learned it from Mark. I didn't used to be like that. Yeah. I did not used to be like that. So <laughs> it's, you can, you can come a long way. How about that next one? Well, I, I think we can, we've kind of really talked about most, most of these already, but I think again, the point is to honestly try, you know, it's the old adage, you know, walking in, in another person's shoes, try to put yourself in their try to really try to see their point of view. This is so hard and it's a really unselfish thing to do. Like, why would you feel that way? I mean, let me see if I can really understand. Oh, you know what? Probably if I'd had those experiences, if I'd had that, I would feel that way too. It's, it's, 
you know, you, you can't know somebody's life. And so truly, but you can learn it. And, and if you learn it, then you can be, um, you can really love them by, t by understanding their point of view. It's, it's, and, and then once you've created that relationship, you're going to be much more influential. And that's sort of what's happened with you, Kelly. I mean, you have, you have, you know, we, we have think areas that we disagree, but you have listened so well and tried to understand so well that you've gained credibility with me. When you say something, I know you love me and you know me. And I can say, yeah, okay, you know, you're probably right. If you say, you know, Maria, I don't think you're like, we had a conversation yesterday and you said, you know, Maria, you're not looking at that from the right perspective. And I was like, oh yeah, I could hear it. Cause I know you love me and was said in love. And, but you, and I was like, oh yeah, she's right. I'm wrong. And I've truly listened to all your, I've listened exactly. to all your you background. So I know that. And, and, um, these things that we've talked about today are so, I think they're personally valuable to our own mental health and well-being and good feelings. But if you just want to use these to get ahead in life, Maria, <laughs> you have a great story about neighbors. Why don't you tell that story? Oh, okay. So, well, this is actually not my story, but it's a, it's came from the original book, uh, the Dale Carnegie, how to win friends and influence people. It's a great story. Um, so somebody was trying going to try this, all of these little tips and techniques out with somebody in the neighborhood who is really cranky and known to be an unpleasant person, an, an older woman living by herself. And so he starts smiling at her and being interested and remembered her name and greeted her and asked her lots of questions and, you know, and he developed a relationship with her. And then when she died, <laughs> she left everything to him. I mean, he had no idea. He, you know, he wasn't you know, he had developed a relationship with her by using these techniques and he didn't, wasn't doing it obviously to, to, to get her, her will rewritten. But, but, you know, so the point is that, you know, caring about somebody th through these very easy to use techniques will, can help you in many ways, you know? <laughs> yeah. And e even parents listening, I mean, if you want to influence your kids, try these on your kids smile at them listen put your cell phone down and and we're so busy someday sometimes we just don't have the time if you yeah. are a boss if you are a co-worker these are truly time tested nuggets that um you know are are going to be helpful and as, as simple as this stuff is it's really powerful yeah it really is all right maria love, love you, you so much all right take care bye-bye bye-bye this week's quote of the week comes from Dale Carnegie. Talk to someone about themselves and they'll listen for hours. You've been listening to the Champions Mojo podcast with host Kelly Palace and Maria Parker. Champions Mojo is produced by Cobra Media and a new episode debuts every Tuesday. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Follow Champions Mojo on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Champions Mojo.